Guess who? And guess what? Footy Prime is launching a gin, and we're having a party to celebrate. Thursday, June 6th, join the whole FP crew for Footy Prime's one-night stand at Nickel Nine Distillery in Toronto. Come celebrate Footy Prime's one-ball gin with Nickel Nine Distillery mixologists on hand, Charmin's proper pies, meet and greet and photo ops with your favorite primers, and a live Atska's Almost Anything podcast. Footy Prime's one-night stand, June 6th at 7 p.m. till when we kick you out. Tickets at eventbrite.ca. Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to Footy Prime News and Such, your one-stop destination for footy news and such. Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. Oi. The boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. It's news and such as Footy Prime the podcast. The usual suspects with you getting set for a very exciting weekend in the football world. Sharman's here, Dunlop's here, Brennan, Forrest, Wonga's lurking in the shadows somewhere. And I think I saw JC at some point. So welcome back to the show. Um, how you doing, fellas? Craig, you feel okay? Coming off? Uh, doing great. It's Friday. How can it not be? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's Friday. Well, you know, sun's out, blue skies. Jimmy's wearing his, his forest. Is that your forest shirt, Jimmy, from when you first joined the club when you were 16 years yeah, old? Yeah, I can still fit in it. It's a medium. I don't believe you for a second. <laughs> 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 Looks like an extra small boys. Yeah. For a white you know, shirt. Well, I, well, it's summer, man. I just don't like wearing football shirts because the way it makes me look. I'm not that guy. Can you still wear it well, Jimmy? I can't really tell from the way you cropped here. I'm rocking you it, still? man. Yeah. I'm sucking it in a little bit. Yeah, but I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what's depressing? I'm I've just realized this, like in the pandemic. You you've complained about this for a couple of years, Charms, and we've played together and you've always uh, grab the the large or the extra large and i know your shoulders don't fill it out hey but my I'm shoulders just, fill out i'm just starting to realize that yeah it doesn't look as flattering around my midsection as it uh, once did either i think the minute you turn 10 is when you just stop wearing <laughs> soccer shirts unless you're actually a footballer actually this is a great a very good question um jimmy you've got a leaf sweater is there a name on the back of it is matthew uh, i've got a few jerseys Okay, I have one with Tucker, one with Matthews, and then I got a leaf blue and white jersey with no name on the back. 
because I'm in this period now, right? Mid 30s, where it's like, can I get a name on the back? Obviously, the players are going to be younger, and I feel as though it should be reserved, you know, for like superstars or some connection. So there's, I think there can be an exception for a young player, but I can't just go and get Chukwemeka on the back of my next Aston Villa shirt. Like it's blank or Coutinho. I think it's fine if if you go vintage and you go with mm. say Dublin on the back of your Villa right. shirt, right? Or Jimmy's got a Tucker shirt. That's not so bad. Matthews, a little bit weird. Why is it weird? Would it be weird if I wore my game jersey from when I played? That would Walking be the street with I would, love, I would love to see that. You got Just one on right old, now. Put the armband on. <laughs> no, but you never know. But if you did that, Jimmy, you never know what music superstar you'd run into. Then you get to give him that shirt when he goes on stage in Toronto. And that's how 50 Cent is wearing a Rowan Ricketts Toronto FC top caught by the paparazzi. Actually, Craig, wasn't it you? Didn't you do a piece with Ricky years ago with Sportsnet and then he showed up wearing his, his full TFC kit? He came from training? Or was it Jerry? I remember that story. I think it was Jerry. Was it Jerry? Yeah. That's so. hilarious. That's this. <laughs> Ricky's the best. Just showed up post training in his full kit for some promotional thing. Love it. All right, boys, listen. FA Cup final this weekend. Always the biggest occasion in the English football calendar. At least it used to be. Pretty yeah, special. Used to be, used to be the yeah. last thing, really, on the calendar. Yeah, it's a shame that it's still like it's before the end of the season. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, and you got the playoffs going on all around it after it. But yeah, finals are still brilliant. FA Cup finals always intriguing. It's been a few years now, though, that schedule, right? But you're right. Like when Wigan mm-hmm. went, when Wigan stunned Man City, and then they still had to come back and play another week or two, it was before they went down. Mm-hmm. It, 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 yeah, I think I, I think I would prefer it to be the very last thing, at least of the English season. Maybe it doesn't have to be after the Champions League final. Yeah, yeah European Cup's fine. But European Cup used to be midweek as well, right? It used to be on a Wednesday. Yeah. Only in recent years has it gone to the weekend. I always liked it on the Wednesday night. I think the Europa League final is on a Wednesday this year, right? Next week, in fact. They've kept the Europa League final Wednesday night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Bayern yeah, and, I, and Inter who cares? on Saturday. Who cares about that? <laughs> <laughs> Let's rewind. <laughs> To last Friday, <laughs> all the yeah. Friday before. Oh, the Europa League is the greatest. Come on, hammers! Oh, it's going to be a transformative period for the club. Times change, Craig. Frankfurt and Rangers fans won't be having that at all. But yeah, it's still a big occasion. I, I think this year too, it boys, is. with the Chelsea Liverpool as well. Obviously, the Reds. I know the quadruple's probably done now, but it's still possible. There's a cup treble on the cards there. Chelsea. They want some good news. They're getting good news, it seems, now with the new ownership. It seems this this year's final has quite a lot riding on it. Both these teams need it and want it, but Jimmy, who who needs it more? I don't know who needs it more, but I think I'd like to see Liverpool win it. I mean, they both both want it, both need it. This is the FA Cup. It's another trophy. I mean, if you win that, does it mean it's a successful season? That's a good question. For Chelsea? I don't know. But I'd like to see Liverpool win it. Not the worst. They win that and they uh, they qualify for the Champions League. Well, and they lost anyways. their owner and all the shite going on behind the scenes. Yes, successful season. It could be worse, that's for sure. But from a Liverpool standpoint, I'm the quadruple for, for a while now. That seems almost impossible. But if they win the FA Cup, they lose the Champions League. So they finish this season with the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup. 
that's got to be deemed a success, right? Given the way they've played and how they pushed Man City. I know it's not what they really wanted. They want the Prem. They want the Champions League. Mm-hmm. But surely, looking back, history will be kind to this team, given the trophy cabinet at the end of this season, if they win on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, f- for sure it will be. But even if they don't win, as you say, if, if they've, they've got the two trophies and the uh, uh, they come away runners-up in the Europa League, excuse me, in the Champions League and, and runners-up in the Premier League, yeah, that's a very successful season to still put two pieces of silverware in the cabinet. I th- I'm with Jimmy. I- I'd like to see Liverpool win, and I think they will. I-, I don't think they'll be distracted by what's to come. I don't think that they're that burdened by still being in the Premier League title race, and you know, it's uh, the odds are against them, but it's still a fight that they'll be up for, and I think they'll give it to Chelsea on Saturday. How about this? Klopp has won the Premier League, Champions League, League Cup, FIFA Club World Cup, UEFA Super Cup. But the FA Cup, he has not yet won. Yeah. You know, as a club, they've only won it seven times. Which really, it strikes me as incredible because I guess because I grew up when they were winning it regularly in the 80s and they really haven't won it since or or very rarely. Because you've got Arsenal, I think Arsenal's got 14 FA Cups. Yeah. Mm -hmm. United's got 12, I believe. Spurs have eight. You know, it, it seems that this tournament that I grew up, that they owned, they actually haven't owned for a very long time. It's uh, it, it's strange, but you have to history. It can be cruel, right? This 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 season, the way they're playing, they're they're wonderful. We keep talking about the way they play, the style of football. But the bottom line is, if they just come away with the Carabao Cup, it's it's not a disaster, but it's it's a very average season. We won't remember the way they played. We'll remember what they won. If they just come away with the Carabao Cup, yes, mm. uh, but which is why I said two trophies. <laughs> But you're right. If it if they lose to Chelsea, they finish second in the Premier League, and they go and lose to Real Madrid. Yeah, that 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 really changes the complexity of it. Yeah, and Maybe that puts Tuch- more weight and value on the FA Cup. We've been saying that Tuchel, Tuchel has been there for a year and three months or something like that. This is his fourth major mm-hmm. trophy he's going for final. That's a that's pretty impressive. Have they just stuck with Frank Lampard? They'd be in the same boat. <laughs> They'd be Everton. <laughs> Still, Jimmy, you know, I mean, if if they, they set out the season, though, they want to win this is Liverpool. They want to win the Premier League. They want to win the Champions League. They're the two goals, right? FA Cup's nice. Sure. Carabao Cup's nice. They want to win those two tournaments. If they don't win either of those tournaments, how can it be deemed a, a success? That'd be disappointing, that's for sure. Very disappointing to be in... To be in all those finals, or near enough anyways, and not come away with anything would be would be very disappointing for a Liverpool fan. Because you think a few few weeks back we're thinking, oh, they're they're gonna they're gonna win four trophies here. And all of a sudden now you're going, oh, they might win three. Oh, they could win two. Mm. And if you finish with nothing, it'd be crazy to have yourself in that situation where you could have won four and then come away with nothing. Yeah, that's disappointing. You guys are so pessimistic. What should be? Well, what if they win them all? What does that mean? <laughs> what if they I, d- I just think the the odds now, right? Especially with the Premier League, like they are they going in as favorites in the Champions League in your eyes? Forget what the bookies say. Are, is Liverpool favorites to beat Real Madrid in the Champions League final? Um, that's a great question. In my, you know what? It's funny. Heart and head, right? Yeah. Heart, obviously. In my my head says that Liverpool should win that game. They should win it. They're the better team. But my heart has that that team of destiny attached to Real Madrid. 
which mm-hmm. makes no sense. There's nothing tangible about it, but there's something about this team. They've yeah. done it more. It's not just this year, right? They, they do it every year, it seems. That tournament is their tournament. They own that tournament. And that's been the difference. I, I agree yeah. with that. Uh, Liverpool's going to be the underdogs going into this. Yeah. Big time. And you're right. It is It is Real Madrid's team. Or uh, trophy. They're mm. the ones that have been the most successful. I don't think Liverpool are underdogs. Well, they would yeah. be going into the, into this I, final. How many? Really? How many is? Uh, That's why I asked, right? They've won it's 13, not, it's, 13 it's, Champions League. What's that got to do? That has nothing to do with this final. Good well, point. it's just saying the history in, in the past. Yeah. So what? What do you mean? So what? Okay. So so you say it has nothing. They've won it three years in okay, a row. A club's DNA. A club's pedigree. DNA. I would. A club's DNA, right? It's, it's it's history. Let me talk about that because we hear it all the time. Oh, this team, they've got this record over the last five years against this particular team, right? It To me, it never means anything, but it apparently does mean something. Does it? Do you, when you have players and you're playing, say you're playing Burnley or you're playing Scunthorpe or whoever it is, and you look and you knew that you hadn't lost that team in, in two or three years, did it give you additional confidence or was that just a, a meaningless stat? Craig? Oh, you're asking me. Um, I, When you look at Real Madrid, the actual team, the individuals on the team, it's not the history of the club. It's definitely that's going through their mind. But you got players that have played at the biggest, the biggest stage as possible. Right through that squad of players. World Cup finals, on and on. They're, they have confidence in their own ability. That's what they do. But they, they know how to play football and they know how to play it well but ex-pro he's not asking for your analysis he wants to know when you went to why you can win an oxford when you were at ipswich what the hell are you talking about <laughs> what? You're the no, that, that is a veteran move that is a veteran broadcaster move by craig that is a situation where craig didn't listen to the question doesn't know what i said and yeah. he's going to ramble on and answer. <laughs> We've all done it. We all do it. That is a veteran move. Well done, I, Craig Forrest. If you if you let him keep going there, if he kept on going, you would have been. He would have told you about his cats, <laughs> his next door neighbor. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like a politician. You ask a question and you just don't answer that quite right. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. We've all you done had, it. We like it. The holes yeah. getting deeper me, and deeper. You had me fooled though. I thought you were going to tie that into like one of your trips to Scunthorpe, and you just kept going and going. You're about to talk about Ancelotti. I don't think I ever played at Scunthorpe. I missed that one. You know what, though? Hey, Jimmy's Oxford. got the same thing. Jimmy's got the same thing, though. He's got a crutch, though. Jimmy will go, uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, the thing is. And then I know that he hasn't heard the question or listened to it. And he's going to go off on a different tangent. I know exactly when you're not I'm, I'm actually gl- I'm glad you asked Craig that question because I wasn't even paying attention to you. <laughs> okay. I, don't even know the, I don't even know what the question was. Yeah, do you mind fair. asking it quickly again? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> well, 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 I'd ask B, but it's, this is actually towards actually footballers. <laughs> okay, okay, let's B, try that B. again. Okay. Let's be do it Brendan. again. Let me ask Brendan. Wait, wait. It's also, sorry, it was in the rundown too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. making sure. I, I, thanks, Wonga. <laughs> Yeah, let me ask B. B, when you're playing, you know, Drywall United, right, on a Thursday night, <laughs> and you know that you, you haven't you haven't beaten them in in two years, are you thinking, man, they've got our number? Watch out, this could be tough tonight, or is that just a meaningless stat? No, I'm thinking, look, if we don't beat this team, I'm never going to hear the end of it from Joe Abruzzese that his uncle beat my cousin's team the last time we were out, you know, trying to get in the Ontario Cup. So yeah, I feel it. It's you do. Feel I it. hate Joe Abruzzese's team. Thank you, Brendan. That's how you answered that question. 
You want to try okay. again, Craig? Yeah. You weren't listening again, were you? No, no, I got it. Is there a club? Well, not a lower division club or a banana skin like that, but, uh, you know, top clubs. Going to Arsenal was always a problem. Well, I don't remember good, winning there. Oh, fuck. Were they good? Yeah, but that's because they were good, though. I mean, not because oh. they had your number necessarily. <laughs> let's let's rephrase True. the question. Let's rephrase the question. <laughs> let's let's say you're in your teams, but you're the Manchester United that you're facing is this Manchester United now. Okay, so pick whatever team, whatever moment in your career you want. You're facing the Manchester United in this current situation. Are you intimidated, or do you think about the strengths of the past? Is the theater of dreams still the terrifying cauldron, or are you able to just look at this? lot of wankers in front of you and see them for who they are you know what brendan that was really well put i really understood that question if it was put that way before i might have been listening right i agree with you that was so clear (laughs) clear as day well listen i've been out of business for a while (laughs) (laughs) sorry i've got to interrupt again uh brendan you you might want to host this show Uh, i think they're (laughs) <laughs> maybe one day, maybe we're doing, maybe. or almost daily. Can you give me one Tato's? <laughs> so the you know answer what it is? to that when, question. When, uh, <laughs> hey, let me answer the fucking question. <laughs> Not the one you asked. <laughs> yeah. Even though it was the same, I guess. I'm hosting. So, I will just, so, the just give us a minute, alone. will you? <laughs> yeah. I could, I could go with, I could go with my team from Coquitlam that I grew up with, Bel Air City, and feel more confident than I against this Man United team. Balen City. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we would, I'd feel confident we would, we wouldn't lose nine. <laughs> uh, again, first, this, you know what? Let's just, this will not be answered properly, will it? Quick Balen story. First time I went to Saputo <laughs> Stadium, okay? It was TFC, and I forget what the match was. It wasn't, I don't think it was that playoff game, but it was that, like, the first season at Saputo. And so I'm with the, you know, 300 or 400 TFC supporters and Montreal score. And it was the first time everyone realized what they got. They ring a bell in the end there. There literally is a bell end at this stadium for a team we already hate before coming here. (laughs) So whenever I hear the term, I always think of that moment. I want to go back to broadcasting one-on-one here. Not a bell. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Exactly. Yeah. You bell bell end. (laughs) So, So going back to broadcasting school here, there are times when you question, right? And to analyst, a pundit, and you realize halfway through that they've checked out, right? And your energy, your motivation drops as well. And before you know it, you've rambled on for two minutes asking a stupid question. And that's happens regularly on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> by all of us. So um, we could try and, you know, B did a great job there reframing the question. But I, I think we could just cut our losses, B, at this point and just move on, don't you? Yeah, probably. I don't think we're getting the answer we're looking for, but I know I what answered you meant, it. Buddy. No, no, I wouldn't Not be intimidated well, at all. Okay, there we go. By this Man United team, not at all, <laughs> and I'm the same. <laughs> like, oh, am I missing something? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, maybe B didn't answer just, the question or ask the question as well as we thought, Jimmy. Just, re- just re-listen to this podcast, and you'll understand everything. Hey, Forrest, <laughs> how can we soar like eagles when we're surrounded by seagulls? Uh, right? You know what I'm saying. They're just bringing us down, these two. I would oh, say it's more God. like you're the tallest midget in the room. <laughs> you're the soundbite king, Jimmy, I tell you. <laughs> All right. Um, maybe it's a bit simpler. Jimmy, what was the best joy as a footballer? 
Uh, I don't know. Had a good little good. run in the FA Cup, but didn't get too far. Normally got knocked out when you start hitting the big dogs. Hmm. What about that tournament? I don't know if you played in that game, Jimmy, or uh, Toronto went to Montreal. It was the, the miracle in Montreal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the one when I held the trophy, that one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, that a one. call back to one of my greatest moments with Jimmy Brennan a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's lifting the Canadian Championship, Jimmy? What, what's lifting that trophy when there were three teams involved? Would it be the same as lifting the FA Cup? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, good one. Nowhere near. Nowhere near. <laughs> Craig, your, your best cup run was to the FA Cup final, wasn't it? How was that for you, that experience? Mm. Walking out onto the pitch at Wembley? in your suit because you weren't part of the squad because your team wouldn't allow you to bloody play. Yeah. Yeah, that sucked. 97 Cup Final. And it was against Middlesbrough too and they were relegated already. And uh, quite honestly, I couldn't see anybody else winning but Chelsea. And they did. 1-0. Di Di Matteo, I think early on. First couple minutes held for the end. Did you get a medal? (laughs) <laughs> no no I was on loan I was but, but that was, they were going to play me in the final except Ipswich wanted a, a ransom they held him to ransom and Chelsea weren't going to do that Frodo like, Grotus was coming back off injury and he was able to play so that was a clause in your loan agreement that there would be an extra fee if you if they'd made the cup final no no there wasn't and they really hadn't expected or even thought about that at that stage because Froda and Kareem uh, the, the uh, Russian international Froda was a Norwegian international uh, they're having some injury concerns so I only went there on cover originally and I was like oh this is cool I'm on the bench at Newcastle first game Shear, St. James oh amazing Hullett's the manager and uh, before we know it we're 3-0 down after half an hour <laughs> and Froda uh, Grotus, the goalkeeper, threw in the old hammy Jimmy after a half hour. He's like, ooh, hammy's gone. So 3-0 down going in as a goalkeeper is not an issue. That's not a problem. That's like you're, the game's done. Done. Yeah. If you go in and it's nil-nil or what, like you're in the game, that's when the pressure really is. And it's a difficult situation because you're just not ready. You just really aren't. You haven't touched the ball and warmed up or done anything really significant, seeing the ball and the depth perception, all this kind of thing that is important in warm-ups. You haven't done that for over an hour. But it was – I was – I was. I remember running on and raged in that far left corner. The Chelsea fans were there, and I was just thought, thinking, wow, no matter what happens, I got an appearance for another club in the Premier League in Chelsea. I thought, this is really cool. So we ended up just losing 3-1, came back a goal. And, yeah, and the other games went well. Went home, played Leicester, beat them. Uh, at home and then played Wimbledon away, beat them. And then the FA Cup was coming up, but I uh, had to go away and play with for Canada as well. That probably wasn't a great help because of the out of sight, out of mind thing as well. Right. And then in the meantime, they call up Ipswich. And at that time, there was no, I hadn't played an FA Cup game for them. I wasn't tied. So Chelsea was an option. And uh, they they wanted a significant amount of money for me to do that. And they and Froda was just coming back off uh, injury, so he was able to play the final. So, But other cup – I mean, I, I wasn't involved in the cup run. I mean, I didn't deserve to play that final. 
but it would have been nice. But uh, had some other ones, semifinals with West Ham, um, quarterfinals with Ipswich a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, back, back get- in those days, Craig, um, the semifinals were played at neutral venues, not Wembley. <laughs> I, I love the neutral venue setup. I, I wish they still did it. I know they've got to pay off Wembley somehow, right? But it's a shame, isn't it, that, that Wembley should be for the final. That's the occasion. That's the reward for both yeah. teams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. That that was the that was it, the pinnacle getting there. And the only time you ever did is if you actually made the final. But you're right. It all comes down to finances. That stadium uh, is expensive. It's owned by the FA. They need to pay off the bills. But it was a special occasion because that was, you know, hey, have you ever played at Wembley? You know, And I, I never actually did play at Wembley. I went to Wembley once, the original Wembley, to watch Colchester United play in the FA Vaz, which at that time they had dropped out of the Football League. And that was kind of the, the uh, everybody outside of the league, the top trophy. So I knew one of the American guys that was playing for them, Mike Masters, went to watch him. That was fun. All right. Did you get there ever, Jimmy Wembley, for a vase or a Johnston's paint trophy or something? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Never. No. Motion final. No. No. Well, I mean, well, not many guys do that, right? I, not I many won, guys I do though. No, I won two automatic promotions. Oh. So I never, never went into the well. So you, yes, yeah, so you missed out on the trophy. You missed out on the on the celebration so, that day, right? So we won the I won the league with Norwich. The championship, and then when I was at Bristol City, uh, we were in the championship, got relegated, and then we won the next year. We got automatic promotion, straight back up to the championship, and then that was it. So I never, never got to yeah. play at Wembley. I would have loved to, you know. Speaking of guys that played there, it's and he just the, ori- the original one, especially. Yeah, the original yeah. one. It's around this time, the last couple of years, that, that Craig would regale that heartbreak story. And also, Dikio would, would regale his heartbreaking story. Remember that? When he got suspended for the final? When it, that, that's even know, worse. That's and that, worse. And he did his head in. Did apparently after that for yeah. some time. Well, he was, through the, he was playing through the whole run. Yeah. yeah. The 2004 final. It wasn't that same final against Millwall, right? It was 04 for Deitch, I think. I, I think it was. when it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the, yeah. the reason why it's so heartbreaking too is you look the amount of players that play the game and the majority of them play the game and not have won anything. Mm-hmm. I've never won anything in the game. So when you get those moments where you get to a final, you want to play. You want to be a special moments. Mm-hmm. You know? And if you do win things, you're, you're fortunate. You're very lucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a FA Cup final trip. I once saw Villa get thrashed by Arsenal in 2015, that was. Jack Grealish was a young kid. Christian Benteke was still there. Tim still Sherwood with it, though, right? The manager. Oh, yeah. Just them getting to the final and me getting there. That was a trophy for sure. Hospitality that day. It was great. It was great. When we were in the U team, even U team players you generally... bought two tickets to the FA Cup final, which is quite incredible, really, when you look at the whole country. Youth mm-hmm. team. So the last thing you can do really, really bad is to scalp your tickets. You can't do that. But everybody did. You always wow. had a guy and you always hope for a good final. And I remember Everton was playing Liverpool. They got to it. I think I remember getting 10, 12 times the ticket value. I paid for my whole summer back in Vancouver. Might have been 86, something like that. Wow. 
So how did oh, yeah. you go about it? How how were you able to scalp them? You had to send a friend to stand on the corner and No, know, no, take- it's it's usually usually the manager's buddy or something like that. It's usually somebody high up that has mm-hmm. somebody who runs a you know a some tout kind service. of tout service or yeah. or um they're doing VIP events, you know, f- followed up with the game and all that kind of thing, right? So first time I went to today. First time I went to England, I didn't know what you called a scalper. So I text, uh, I was Charmin, or I think I text Christian Jack before going to Old Trafford. They, hey, is it a scalper? Like, what do you call them? He says, ticket tout. Oh, okay, great, ticket tout. So we go there. It was West Brom and Manchester United. We didn't have tickets. We'd been to four matches in like seven days. This was going to be five and eight. And we just kind of forced it in. They'd rescheduled it, worked out we were in Manchester. So we go there. I see these guys in the corner that kind of look like, I'm like, hey, are you guys the uh, the ticket louts? <laughs> yeah and, and then he got beaten up yeah the one the one guy, one guy looks up like looks up like ready to fight me and the other guy recognizes like he's like no he's just american right <clears throat> yeah we've got tickets what do you want <laughs> whatever they were he was asking for way more than they, they were worth it's like that scene in train spotting when the american walks into the pub and they're all sitting there and he goes excuse me can you point me towards the washroom and he goes into the washroom, and then they all just get up the pints, put the pints down, and follow him into the washroom. <laughs> Such a great that, scene. That's really in the in the movie that scene. Yeah, because I've told you that, that I had a very similar story at West Ham where I thought I was going to die. Well, yeah, it's, it's the same thing. And the, the guys on the line must have thought this could be a train spotting moment here. We can have that moment. <laughs> I'll tell you another. I'll tell you another scalping story, and this had involved uh, Harry Redknapp at West Ham because his buddy. Can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he still does it. So he does all these VIP events and whatever. So he's constantly needing tickets. And if you need tickets to an event, he can get a ticket for everywhere. You're going to pay for it, but he can get tickets. So I didn't need my tickets. Harry's like, if you don't know anybody doesn't need your tickets, give them to so-and-so, right? Anyway, I show up on the Monday. I get pulled in by one of the board members of the club. I'm like, oh, what's this about? They're like, Craig, your tickets were caught being sold outside on Green Street, right in front of Upton Park. Your tickets. I'm like, oh. So I didn't want to say anything about Harry, of course, right? So they're going, you can't do that. There might be a fine involved, blah, blah, blah. I go back and eventually Harry pulls me in and says, don't worry, son. Everything will be okay. It's it's being looked after. It's okay. Don't worry. You, you won't get fined. I'm like, oh, thanks, thanks. <laughs> I won't get fined. You're t- you wanted them. Fuck. Oh, Harry. Ah, you could do a whole podcast on Harry, couldn't you? And maybe one day we we we, we will. Maybe we'll bring Harry on the show. Wouldn't that be great? Um, that's the FA Cup, boys. We will uh, give our our picks on the FA Cup later in today's show but when we come back we'll talk some Premier League and uh, another week from hell for Arsenal as Spurs surge and just before we go completely to break Craig the guy's name was Filthy O'Reilly that was the guy's name you, you can find him all the time Filthy O'Reilly the ticket that lout <laughs> I'm, not sure that, I'm, not, I'm not sure that was worth ruining my throat to break <laughs> you can just, just cut it out anyways a break go Welcome back to Footy Prime, the podcast. I'm not sure who read that commercial, but I bet it was like velvety and full of bass. It's probably C or B, the broadcaster's voice. Very well done. 
we talk FA Cup, um, Premier League, we, I think we can all acknowledge that it's probably going to be City. We're going to lose a bit of drama. You never know, but likely that's going to happen. But fourth race is really interesting with Spurs all over Arsenal this week. Um, it's interesting because when Arsenal seem to be on the ascendancy and have turned the corner, they put in one of these performances. They get a dumb red card. They get smashed in the game. And our, our boy Trevor Sinclair was in the media this week saying that they had a head loss. And it's what Arsenal do. And he blamed Mikel Arteta for his, his energy on the sidelines. When the team should be calm and relaxed on the field, the manager isn't exuding the same kind of mode. Is that something you can buy into, Craig? I mean, can really the, the gesticulations of the manager on the sidelines really affect the energy of the players on it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely they can, except I don't think that that's majorly the problem here. Um, uh, although he is very laid back. He's very quiet. He's not a guy you would think would be an overly fun guy to hang around with, but he's very thoughtful about what he's doing. Um, but he's not hes not Jurgen Klopp. He's not that excitable type of figure on the sideline. Um, and they're young. They're a young team. I think that's where it comes into play, where I'm not sure about, mental strength character as much as them needing to grow into that a little bit more. And when they do, I think they're, you know, they're just going to get better and better, but uh, that was a tough place to go and play under the circumstance that early sending off really did knock them. But in the end, I think if Spurs wanted to win by more, they could have, they could have. Son scored again. He's, he could get the golden boot this year. He's getting that close. Kane scored a couple. He's actually had a pretty good year now, 15 goals. Jimmy, do you think do you think Kane is going to stay? I know on Friday, Conte came out and said, "I am committed to Spurs. I am a Spurs player, uh, coach. I will be a Spurs coach." Um, do you do you think that will be enough to convince Kane to stay, or is it all depend on if it's tough or? Yeah, I think I think it'd be it's a it's a difficult one for Kane. Um, you know, he's probably looking at himself, thinking, "Okay, what what do I want out of the game now?" He's making good cash. Do I want to win trophies? Do I want to go somewhere where, you know, I'm I'm going to be competing to win a, a Premier League? I'm competing to win a Champions League. Um, you know, it's and it's a tough one for because you never know what the player truly wants. I mean, obviously, yeah, he's comfortable in, at Tottenham and he's enjoying his football and you know the the players around him. He knows and you know he seems he seems happy, but it's at the end of the day, it's what the player wants and and, and only only he knows. What, truly himself where he where he wants to to see his career going but if i was him i'd want to go somewhere where i'm going to win a win win a trophy and like i said before i mean you know so many players play this game and don't win anything and the the only thing that you have when you do finish the game is 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 that medal that you that you that you got hanging up on the wall that you you won so i i would imagine he'd want to win a trophy and go somewhere that's it all sure. depends on who's available, who's who's yeah. going to pay for it, what's up, the timing of it, everything that comes into play, who's coming to Spurs, who's not. And then you also got the situation of loyalty where, you know what, if you spend it, you say, listen, I want to stay here at Spurs because I want to win a, tr- a trophy. I want to win something major with this club. That's what I want to do. And if I don't, then we don't, but I'm going to stay here and do that. And those those types of players are held in high regard. They look at Mark Noble, 18 years at West Ham. He's from Canning Town, local lad. Never won shit, but he spent his whole life and they adore him. 
They adore him because he put his absolute blood and guts into every single game all his career, and that's all they ever wanted to see from him, even though they never won anything. He was so, a good player. He's a good player, though, Craig, but he's, he's not that level where he could have chosen perhaps to go to no. Real Madrid, no, Manchester United. No, no I, don't wanna, I don't want to put him in that same level, but no you know, he, getting out of uh, West Ham, if he wanted to leave, he, he certainly could have done so. I don't think he would have went to a top five club, though. What is the currency of London? No. What is the currency of London? Russian is it a real rules? draw for players? Oh. Nice bridge it is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At least it used yeah. to be. Yeah. It is, but, I mean, it's, it, it's, London, a, it is, it's a big deal, though, right, for players. To play in London? Yeah, well, it is because it's a place where you can get lost. There's so, It's such a massive city that there's pockets all over the place so you can live quite happily and i remember zola and uh viali at chelsea talking about that saying they just enjoyed it their football and living in london more than anywhere in their career but once you get outside of that it changes um if i in hindsight ipswich i was there for 13 years i would have lived at least a half an hour away because when you're in it in a small town like that, you you can't get away from it. And Jimmy, you play. You know, Bristol's not the biggest place. Nottingham's not the biggest place. Norwich isn't the biggest place, and neither is Southampton for all that matter. But you, you see, so you can't get away from it. Yeah. But in London, you can. All these guys that play for the Manchester clubs or anywhere near there live in Cheshire and commute, right? Yeah. Yeah. So all mm-hmm. these Bentleys yeah. driving <laughs> from Macclesfield. No, I think Michael Owen, when Michael Owen was at Liverpool, I believe he took a helicopter to training each day from wherever he was living. That's the kind of money that they could do. And why not? You know, rather than fight the traffic, <laughs> why not jump in a chopper? Crazy. Um, all right, boys. Um, I think it's time for uh, some footy picks, don't you? Wonger, are, are you listening? You want to jump in here, pal? I know you've been doing your homework, diligently putting together the odds. I've been trying. Considering we are now we are now sponsored by a gambling company. After yeah, all. let me find these odds. Sorry, guys. I I've been trying to sign up, and I let's uh, we'll put that on hold for a sec. Let me find the odds. Well, there's an idea, like actually finding the odds during the podcast rather than trying to sign up. That's <laughs> what you suggested you should do. He's the sitting there waiting to interject to get his wongerisms in at the end of your throat. Hey, <laughs> he's he's been plotting the injection. I'm parting, part of the show too. By the way, uh, you have I, to keep that up, buddy. Keep no, no, I, I'm F. Oh, there we are. FA Cup. Okay, FA Cup. Uh, so you're gonna have to talk me through this, B. It says, uh, "What? Oh my God! Over is two and a half. Over under is two and a half." And so it has a line that says one, which would be Liverpool plus one zero eight, and two, uh, the tie, the draw is plus two forty, and then Chelsea is plus two five five. So, so I'm like, Liverpool's a favorite, right? So, so and B can correct me when I get this all wrong, but essentially, my, my thought is I, I I like the draw on this. There's more value to it given what's happened the last three games between these two low scoring games. And if you want to parlay that with the uh, under, I'm sure it's some pretty good odds there. Does that sound about right, B? That totally sounds right, buddy. Yeah. That uh, through 90 minutes in normal time, Liverpool are are the favorites, slight favorites. But if you like Tuchel's Chelsea, a little bit of value if you think they're going to get the job done uh, without having to go to extra time or penalties. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I'm going for the draw. It's going to go long. I'm going for a shootout in this one, mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's my pick. B. Yeah, I'm going to go for the draw too. But then uh, I'll lay the seventy five cents minus one seventy five uh, on Liverpool to win the trophy. So uh, you can take the two of them there. I'll draw and, and Liverpool to lift it. As, as, as long as Kepa plays. Mm. <laughs> B. Uh, B. Jimmy. I'm going to go Liverpool two one. In 90 minutes. Did you say Chelsea were favorites? Or was that another game? No, Liverpool's favorites just about. It's pretty tight, though. Oh, no. Craig, what are you thinking, Craig? Oh, man. Tough one. I think this is. uh, I would have to lean toward Liverpool. My life depended on it. Maybe it will by then. Two to one. So both of you, two ones, Liverpool. All right. Wonga, you got any uh, opinion on this? I think it's going. I think Liverpool's going to bust them. I think it's going to be 3 1. Ooh. So I'd go over and take Liverpool. All right. I like that. I, I think Chelsea's, you know, remember when we talked about Chelsea and Dickio thought they were going to be crushing it? And I thought they were going to be good and they just disappointed. And at the same time, Arsenal, they couldn't buy their first month and a half. They were horrible. And so it's so strange to see. Chelsea flailing and Arsenal actually playing well right now. Still, they could win an FA Cup. They could finish third. They lost to Real Madrid in the Champions League. They got to the final of the Carabao Cup, you know? I know you're (laughs) saying that. (laughs) No, but just because of the league, because they were, you know, in the league, they were were fighting tooth and nail with City and Liverpool for a bit. We did think they'd be a lot better in the league, that's for sure. So inconsistent, absolutely. Although the Cup is scoring goals again now. It was a three-horse race till October. And I yeah. think Wonger was sold on Dikio's preaching of Lukaku being the missing link and the missing mm-hmm. piece, and they're the European champions. And Wonger's just disappointed we didn't get a three-horse race in the Premier League. I am. I am. I like a three- or four-horse race. See, of course, Dikio, Dikio also said that Ronaldo you know, wouldn't work well at United, and they'd struggle. And, well, he was oh, no, wait a minute. He was bang on with that one. <laughs> <laughs> What's up next, Wonger? That's it. Oh, uh, that, <laughs> I don't understand. What is what? the other game is Leeds? I, I couldn't even find it. It's not. Well, even I mean, you mean, well, well in, fairness, in fairness, it was, it was only written in the lineup. But anyway, um, Everton, Brentford. Ever, I, explain this to me. Is this uh, Everton's this, a team in the Premier League and they're playing no, Brentford but a team in the Premier the, League? Is this the FA Cup? Like, it's not is, FA Cup. This, this is, is the Premier League. League. It's no, Premier League. the final. They can't get any further than the finals. So that's just two teams normally. <laughs> Even when you, you know what? You played football. Did you, you take it all those hits to the head. The Van Day <laughs> final, right? That was yeah. two teams, right? So what are the odds you want here? Leeds, Brighton? That's what you're looking for? You can go Leeds, Brighton too. Yeah, sure. Leeds, Brighton or Everton, Brentford. Oh, Everton, Brentford. All right. Everton are our favorite at home. Five cents plus 105. Plus two sixty if you like the draw, or if you think that uh, Wongers Brentford, the bees can get the uh, job done away. Plus two fifty. It's an interesting game. This Everton playing so much better at home right now. They're desperate. They got an awful draw, but it's a draw. And given the way Leeds are playing right now, they're looking good to survive. But Brentford have been that team playing without any pressure, still getting points every week it seems. However, I'm going with Everton this week. I'm going to go for a narrow win, uh, and with that, that should solidify their place in the Prem for next season. What are you thinking, going, Everton 1 0. Jimmy? Everton 1 0. Craig, make it make Ever- it four out of four. Everton 3 1. Ah. All right, there you have it. Money in the bank, people. 
do we get to this other one, this Leeds game or not? Leeds Bryson? Any interest? Oh yeah, that's a massive yeah. game. I just, All right. I just said it to take the piss. Plus one sixty two for Leeds, plus two fifty for the draw, plus one sixty for Brighton. One sixty for I Brighton. Trust- I tell you what, that's they're good. I would take that, wouldn't you? You think so? Absolutely. Uh, well, plus one sixty. But, but Leeds are bloody desperate, right? Like they're terrible. They should find no one it. left. There's no one left. <sighs> Jesse Jesse Marsh is quoting Gandhian. And Muhammad Ali, I mean, when you start doing that, that's probably not a good sign. Well, he's been talking like Ted Lasso for since he's got there. So <laughs> God, needs a, he needs, if he comes out there and just with the belief sign, no one would bat an eye. No yeah. everyone would be happy, I think. <laughs> well, the good news is Bamford could be back. The bad news is Dallas, Forshaw, Roberts. Ailing's suspended. And I mean, suspended for the red right. card, Ailing. Ailing's yeah. James oh. as well. Although he was Daniel terrible James last game. Yeah. Suspended. I'm going to go draw. I'm going to say 2-2. They need Roy Kent. Do they yeah. do. I'm going Brighton. I, I really think Leeds are done. I think this is it. It's really real shame. But I think they're done. And I think I'll Brighton go a, are. I'm going to go a draw. Jimmy? 1-1. One, one. That was their last. The last time they met was a draw. Nil-nil in Brighton. So what I'm going to say now is Leeds is going to win this game 1-0. All right. That'd be a huge one. That'd make it interesting, wouldn't it, at the bottom? Yeah. A couple of games left. All right, boys. I think we're out of time. Wonga, anything else you want to add? No, you, you slagged me for saying something today. No. Are you, are you okay? <laughs> you need a hug. Oh, look at him, man. Eh? He needs a hug. I'm pouting. Look at his little bottom lip <laughs> tripping. Listen, you are new to the game, in fairness, right? It's understandable. You wouldn't know that a final was the last game of a tournament. <laughs> uh, footy.northstarbets.ca. How about that? That's what There I'll you say. go. a boy. Earn those dollars. All right, everyone. We're, we're done. We're back on Sunday night slash Monday morning to make sense of what should be a wonderful weekend of football. Cheers for listening.